Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Murder and Misery, our true crime podcast. We are your hosts. My name is Heather, and I know absolutely nothing about true crime. And my name is Jillian, and I consider myself somewhat of a true crime expert. Yes, Jill is our resident true crime expert. And we created this podcast so that Jill could teach me about all things true crime, both locally and nationally, and to take you guys along for the journey, so that if you too know nothing about true crime, you can learn something. Or maybe hear another perspective about stories you already know. Hi friends, we're back with another spooky Halloween episode. Before we get started, today's episode mentions child death, incest, and religious hate crimes, so listener discretion is advised. Today we're going back again in time, this time to February 18th of 1516 in Greenwich, England. This is where Mary Tudor was born to King Henry VIII of England and Princess Catherine of Aragon. She was the only surviving child of King Henry and Princess Catherine, as many others died at childbirth or in infancy. Mary was said to be smart and know how to read and write in Latin by the age of nine, which, first of all, is very impressive, but is extra impressive because that was considered a man's language. Oh. So they didn't, they weren't supposed to teach it to women. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. Can't imagine not being able to learn a whole language. But anyway, um, her father said that she never cried growing up, more or less bragged about it, but growing up a royal wasn't all glitz and glamour. If you're watching House of Dragon like I am, have you seen it? No. It's like Game of Thrones. It's like the pre-game. I don't know. I've never seen Game of I Thrones. I never watched Game of Thrones either. I haven't either, but we just started House of Dragon, which is supposed to be like... Is it actually related? No, it just sounds so much like the show we're oh, watching. Okay. Like, it's crazy because me and Ian were like, oh my gosh, like this stuff is actually crazy. And then I'm like writing this and I was like, did they base this movie off of this child? But, um, maybe it is. Yeah. I I mean, it it really, like, there's so many similarities. So this either just happened a heck of a lot. I don't know. But anyway, Mary's father, though loving, was super upset and disappointed that he only had Mary as a daughter because obviously he wanted sons to be his heir. Mary was used as a pawn in the rivalry between England and other nations. Since the age of two, she kept being proposed to, or, They kept promising her proposal to other people in power. I mean, that's pretty normal if you're a royal, I feel like. Yeah, it's just weird. I mean, at the age of two, absolutely. Right. Like, oh, my daughter's two, but like when she's like, I don't know, 12 or something, you can marry her if you become an ally with England. It's just weird. Um, She also was engaged to her cousin, which we need to chill on the incest. Yes. There's a lot. But that fell through. And there was a couple other marriages that were arranged. However, around this time, King Henry tried to divorce Mary's mom because he wanted a male heir. And she, unfortunately, was not able to give that to him. So he tried to get the marriage annulled. But the Pope said no because Catherine <laughs> because Catherine was married to Henry's brother first, which I know technically isn't incest, but it's just kind of weird. But... He died and she remarried his brother. So basically, that means that they're okay with incest, but they draw the line of polygamy. <laughs> so, which honestly, I don't know. But who am I to judge? Okay with incest because she was engaged to her cousin? Yeah, they're trying to marry off each other's cousins, 
But, like, he wants to have another wife, but draws the line at having two wives. I feel like they're, I feel like that's just one slope and it's all within each other. Yeah, I just think at the time marrying your cousin was pretty normal. Yeah, but wasn't like polygamy normal then too? I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. But. It could have been, but it's my understanding that like when kings had seven wives, it's because they married them and then they killed them or divorced them. Not because they had seven at a time. That does make sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, I know a lot of kings would like have their wives killed so that they could marry somebody else. Which is so crazy. I mean, yeah, it's uh, questionable. <laughs> Very. At best. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, I, here's where it gets a little foggy. I'm not sure if the Pope changed his mind. um, Because some were like the Pope changed his mind. But then some were like, no, it was because King Henry made himself head of the church. Oh. So either way, the marriage was annulled because it was said that Mary's mom never slept with Mary's uncle. So their marriage was not real because it wasn't consummated. Okay. And they do they do follow that rule, I think. I which I don't know how long they were married, but it probably wasn't true. Probably not. But you know what I mean? I think she would much rather just lie about that than get beheaded, so. A hundred percent. Um also King Henry, like I said, decided to make himself head of church, but Mary was very sick through her adolescence. She had irregular periods and depression. It is not known if it was a mental illness due to stress or probably, possibly an underlying physical illness. But this time her dad sent her mom away and she wasn't allowed to see her mom because obviously, you know, they split. King Henry soon married Anne Bolin in 1533 and the marriage between King Henry and Princess Catherine was officially over, making Mary an Ill- illegitimate child. She was no longer Princess Mary, deemed to take her crown. Her title was given to her half-sister, Elizabeth, whom Henry and Anne just had, and Mary was referred to as the Lady Mary. So Mary basically pretended Queen Anne and Princess Elizabeth didn't exist, and this made her dad furious, so much so that they went three years without talking. And King Henry refused to let Mary see her mom, who was now ill, and eventually, in 1536, Catherine, Mary's mom, passed away. This absolutely destroyed Mary. She was described by others as inconsolable. That same year, King Henry ended up beheading Queen Anne, saying she committed adultery, conspiracy... Naturally. (laughs) Adultery, conspiracy against himself, and this one's a kicker, incest, which... It doesn't make any sense because, you know, you courted your daughter to her cousin, but less than two weeks after he beheaded his wife, King Henry remarried Jane Seymour and Elizabeth, like Mary, was stripped of her title as princess and considered illegitimate. The new queen, Jane, seemed nice. She wanted Henry to reconcile with Mary, but he wouldn't do this until Mary acknowledged him as the head of the church and accepted that her parents' marriage was not true or lawful. Eventually, Mary agreed after some, you know, bullying from her dad, and Mary was back in the king's court. A year later, Jane was giving birth to their son, Edward, but unfortunately, she did not survive labor. 
The king then went on to agree to a marriage between Anne, who was sister to the Duke of Cleves. But after the agreement, and they had met, which was only a week prior to the wedding for the first time, the king thought that Anne was ugly. <laughs> I just messed up. But he couldn't cancel the wedding on the fact that she was ugly alone, so he I instead... Anne was dead. No, there's another one. Who's the second Anne? Um, this one, she... This Anne wasn't Anne Bolin. This Anne was sister to the Duke of Cleves. That he was gonna marry? Yes. Okay. So it was actually that... I'm sorry, they, I thought Mary was getting married. No, sorry. Well, Mary... People were trying to set Mary up with the Duke of Cleves, and then King, her dad, was like, oh, well, he has a sister, so, Okay, know. that's where I got lost. Yeah, sorry. But he couldn't cancel the wedding on the fact that he thought she was ugly alone, so instead he arrested the guy that set them up for treason. <laughs> <laughs> for treason? <laughs> and Anne agreed to annul the wedding because they had not consummated it. She dodged a bullet, to be honest. <laughs> so. I mean, yeah, he kills everybody. Right. Henry then would go on to marry Anne Boleyn's cousin, which was his wife before, before. Mm-hmm. Um, her name was Catherine. However, like her cousin, she was also executed. He then remarried to Catherine Parr, and she was able to bring the whole family back together. This was his last wife. Henry was first in line to receive the crown, but... Mary and Elizabeth were able to follow behind him in line. King Henry died in 1547, and Edward was now in charge. Well, kind of. He was still a child, so council was in charge for now, but they were all Protestants who wanted to convert everyone. But Mary was a devout Catholic, so this caused a lot of problems and fighting in the family. Because Mary wanted to be able to practice her religion, and her, well, not really her brother, but like her brother's people are like, no. So, on Christmas of 1550, the siblings came together, and the then 13-year-old, Edward, publicly embarrassed Mary for her refusing to give up her faith. In 1553, Edward, now 15, became ill, and he knew he was going to die. He didn't want Mary to become queen because she was Catholic, so he tried to remove her, but they were like, you can't remove your one half-sister and keep your other, Elizabeth, Elizabeth was Mm -hmm. Protestant, So he decided to remove both, like, loophole, and made his cousin, Lady Jane Grey, heir to the throne. In July of 1553, Edward died from a lung infection, probably tuberculosis. Jane was booted shortly after she was crowned. (laughs) Some legal stuff, I don't know. Um, Probably some more stuff, too, but alas, Mary was officially the queen. It was also said that People were really intimidated by her because she was, like, really smart. And so I feel like she was, like, one of those people that were in her, like, study castle and, like, researching, well, they didn't do this properly, like, you know, like a lawyer. Yeah. Her first order was to release some of the people in prison for being Catholic. And she declared that no one would be forced to follow her religion, which is not a bad start. Mm -mm. Then she went to look for love. More or less look for someone to have kids with. She only wanted to be a mother. Mary then went on to marry Prince Philip of Spain, who was her first cousin. Prince Philip wasn't physically attracted to her, but he did it for political gain. 
They got married on July 25th of 1554, two days after they had met. In September of- Two days? Yeah. Well, I'm sure that they were, like, writing letters and stuff like that. But it's not like you can, like, snap a picture and text it to them, you know? Yeah. Or FaceTime. In December of 1554, Mary announced that she was pregnant and she had sent for Elizabeth, her sister, to be there because she was about to give birth. Mm-hmm. And they said that she didn't have her periods and that her stomach had grew. But in one of the letters that her husband sent to, like, one of his friends or whatever, he said that he didn't think that she was pregnant at all, which turned out to be right. Um now people believe she had what's called a false pregnancy, probably because she really wanted to have a baby. Oh. And so her body tricked her into that from what we think. It happened twice, but... I wonder why he felt that she wasn't pregnant. I don't know. Like, for what reasons? Like I don't know, maybe that... Right, but, like, I just, I'm just curious why he thought that. Maybe... I don't know. Like, maybe there wasn't, like, babies kicking or something like that. I'm not sure. Maybe it was because they never consummated their marriage because he wasn't attracted to her, but. You would think that she would know that she wasn't pregnant. It, listen, I watch TV shows. Sometimes they just do it with other people who have babies. Don't tell anyone. Oh, okay. If it, I know it's a TV show, but hey, everything else seems to be based off this. So. No, I don't actually know. I'm sure that they did, but I don't know why he thought that she wasn't pregnant, but he wasn't wrong. So. Obviously, she was super embarrassed about this. And then King Philip left England to go to Spain to do some war stuff. And Queen Mary fell into a dark depression. Because she was, like, in love and infatuated with this guy. Oh, okay. And here's where it goes downhill. Remember how Mary said no one would have to practice her religion? Mm -hmm. Well, she started imprisoning people high in the Protestant church. And then started working with the Pope to reform heresy laws, which were abolished prior. Basically meaning anyone who didn't practice Catholicism could be executed, and those who weren't able to flee got just that. February 1555, the four years of executions began with burnings at the stake. Around 280 people were burned at the stake, with even more dying in prison. During this, her husband, who had been having affairs with who knows how many people, came back to his wife because he wanted her to team up with him for a war against France that didn't go so well. So definitely didn't look good for Mary. Fortunately, her reign came to an end when she died at age 42 in November 1558. She died of an ailment during like a flu outbreak, but they believe it was now that it was uterine cancer or ovarian cyst, which very well could have been from her signs of false pregnancies because I had a friend who was convinced she was pregnant, didn't do anything to get pregnant, but was, like, thoroughly convinced that somehow she was pregnant. And it turned out she had, like, a cyst that was the size of a grapefruit. Yeah. And so, like, she was, like, I'm, like, pregnant. Like, I don't know how this happened. But she went, she, like, went to the doctor to get pregnancy tests. And they're, like, you're not pregnant. And then she was, like, I, yeah, I don't know, thinking she was crazy or something. Then she went to a different doctor and they like push her on her stomach and we're like oh so they had had to do surgery to remove it but that was like the size of a baby's head so i could see why she like felt yeah like it but um her death was celebrated by many and her half-sister elizabeth claimed the throne and this my friends is how 
Queen Mary got the title of Bloody Mary, which you may recognize from your friends trying to get you to say in a mirror three times for her to appear and then you die or something. I don't know, because I did not partake in this little thing as a child, but one time I did run out of the church's bathroom screaming when I walked into some girls trying it. So 10 out of 10, nope, but that's where <laughs> there was a couple other um, people that some people believed that it may be based off of, which one of them ended up being this Mary's cousin, who was another Mary, Queen, another Queen Mary in a different land, but this is the most widely believed origin of Bloody Mary. Nice. How is she connected to Bloody Mary as the drink? I don't know. Many believe that the drink was later dubbed a Bloody Mary after Queen Mary Tudor in her particularly bloody reign over England in the 16th century. Very interesting. I do know that when I was googling Bloody Mary, the drinks were the first thing that popped up, but I didn't think to look up why they were named that. So that it's a fun little tidbit. Totally. Very seems like a very gross drink. I'm sorry. Um, I just don't like tomatoes very much. I, just, I have never tried it because it is it just sounds yucky to me. But I know a lot of people like them. Mm. I, but yeah. I have heard about um Miss Bloody Mary many times because we had to learn about her in school. Oh, okay. See, now there was another one that other than her cousin, who was also named Mary, that was like Queen Elizabeth of Bathory or whatever, that I'd always heard said to be like where she came from, but I got their stories mixed up because I thought it was like this Mary Tudor, just Elizabeth, not her sister, like bathed in like blood of people mm. but why would it be bloody mary her name's not even mary so this oh, is I the see. most I widely see. believed one but i thought yeah. kind of got their stories mixed up because i thought it was queen mary tudor who was the one that was like bathing in blood and how they got that name because i had heard of it obviously like growing up my school <laughs> didn't teach of that but yeah she just killed lots of people yeah which compared to last week's episode Really not that many. Yeah, but still far too many. Oh, yeah. And horribly. <laughs> I mean, she wasn't impaling people, but, like, burning them alive is terrible. Yeah. So, lots of crazy people in history. Yeah. Lots of crazy modern, crazy people modern day. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, it's sad that there's stuff like this that happens in certain countries, too, still. It's yeah. horrible. Let's all just love each other and be friends, okay? Yeah, stop killing each other. Right. And it's okay for people to believe different than you. Right. It's You're not as long as okay. it's not hurting anybody, let them be themselves. Yeah, but the problem with that statement is everybody feels like they're hurt. You know what I mean? If you don't believe the same as them? Yeah, like people still feel like you are hurting people cuz you're doing da 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 da. Yeah. So, you're never going to make anybody everybody happy. Nope. Just let people believe what they believe. And start, stop killing people. That's where we draw the line. Yeah, no killing people. Exactly. Off the table. Give it a rest. <laughs> well, that was a nice refresher of the story of Queen Mary, the Bloody Mary. Yeah. And the origin of the drink. Thank you for that, Heather. Yes. And now we know why it's called that. <laughs> Even though we still really don't know. Other I think it's red. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think it's because it's red. <laughs> No blood and Bloody Marys. Anyway, if you haven't already, please follow our social media accounts. If you'd like to buy merch, we still have the link in our show notes. And we will be back together next week with another episode. 
Bye. Bye.